Hey, what's up, guys? You're listening to Zero for Hire podcast, and you're going to hear some some ambient noise today. A little bit of room vroom, a little bit of whoosh whoosh. Uh, that's me sitting in the air conditioner because it is more than 80 degrees tonight. And I wanted to be able to sh- make sure that I was able to record before uh, it got, you know, before I went to sleep because I think I'm going to sleep in. It's been. It's been hot, it's been gloomy, I've not been enjoying it, and I want to sleep in. So, um, tonight I want to open the door into some of the things that I've been working on. I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode that I wanted to start talking about my works. Because that was a part of the reason why I started a Substack in the first place. Um... Some of you guys may not have noticed that there is another podcast feed on my Substack. And it doesn't, uh, I was talking to Josh about it earlier, and it looks like um, it didn't go through his podcaster. So, that gives me a whole slew of things to talk about here. Um, Sorry, I got a hiccup. But I'm just looking at my notes here, and it says that I uh, that I'm at 20. Let's see. 21 subs and counting. So I wanted to I wanted to check on that before we really get into the show. I can give you guys a a sub count sometime among the show. Um, it looks like we have. What do we got here? Hmm, I guess I gotta go to stats subscribers no we go to subscribers and here on the substack we have i'm waiting for the 22 subscribers so i checked it it was 21 now we have 22 i don't know who that 22nd person is but it looks like um if i'm looking at all of the emails here yeah it looks like we're starting to bleed over into some people that i don't know personally so we're starting to get some folks in the subscriber list that I'm not, like, personal friends with. At least I don't recognize the emails. And that's a good thing. That means the show is growing. Uh, and you guys are hopefully sharing the show with your friends and everything. I hate to do the whole YouTube thing where I do this whole pitch at the beginning. But um, these are things that I have to make sure that I do. <clears throat> so I want to open with a little bit of talk about the news here. We have, we did a bunch of news headlines yesterday, and it was pretty bad. And, I mean, what can you expect? The news is bad. It just is. And I was talking to my wife, and I think that we're just tired. Um, We're tired of the narrative. We're tired of being told what to believe about things. Um, We're tired of being told how to feel about things. Like, everything is just like, the official narrative all the time. And it's a lot to deal with. And and after these last couple of years in politics, seeing what the news was willing to do in order to sell us Joe Biden and, you know, what they're doing to tear down anybody that they don't like, whether it be Trump or, uh, you know, more obscure people like Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, or um, let's say RFK, I talked about him yesterday, I believe. Like, there's 
it's it's hard to believe anything. It's hard to it's hard to believe anybody about anything. And a lot of people aren't even as read in on the news as um your average podcast host or a lot of these newscasters, you know, it seems like they're actually like members of the government somehow, or at least they're really read in higher level people in the government. And yet they all have this like very disinterested presentation when it comes to things. And so like when you get stories that we probably should be interested in, all of those emotions are tied into it. Like I talked yesterday a little bit about Hunter Biden and his uh, plea deal or whatever. And it's like, I heard I heard a podcast host, um, Derek Hunter, I listened to his show, and he was bringing up, like, other people who have been nabbed for tax evasion. Like, Wesley Snipes, he's in jail. You know, he asked the question, like, how many black men are going to get the same kind of plea deal that Hunter Biden gets? How, Like, you, the average citizen, if you don't pay your taxes for two years or three years or whatever, and they start coming after you for back taxes, like... What what is the what are the odds that you're just gonna get that whittled down with free lawyers because you're too broke, like Hunter Biden? Because he's too broke. Remember, he can't pay child support. That's why he because he doesn't have money. But he has money for high powered lawyers. You know, and it's just like upsetting. And then my wife she looks at me and she says, "Man, this submarine story seems to be all over my Facebook page," and I remember I saw it. And it was like a lost submarine. And I thought it was like one of those like listicle articles that I wasn't going to get sucked into. But then it kept popping up and people kept talking about this submarine. And then the I went to work today and by the time I got out of work, the story had like blossomed into this like there's people in a submarine and they can't get oxygen to them. But then I was hearing somebody else saying that they're millionaires in a submarine. And I don't know what to believe anymore because it keeps evolving. And and these stories are like, this is what they do. They just keep evolving. They keep getting more grandiose. And then it turns into a psyop. And then it's like, should we even believe this? And is this a real story? And I'm getting at the point to where it's like, I don't even know if news is real anymore. You have to like, you have to deconstruct the news in order to even determine if it's news or if it's just something that was planted by the CIA or something. And that's not a good place to be in because that's like you're you're on the doorstep of crazy town when you get to where you can't believe reality. So it's time for me to really not spend so much time looking and reporting on the news. Um, we are we are tired of it. All of us. I'm sure you guys are tired of it. You're tired of being yanked around emotionally and you don't know what to believe you know, I woke up yesterday to Hunter Biden is going to be um, brought to justice via Truth Social. And then it turns out that it's just freaking tax tax charges and he's getting the plea deal anyway. So it's like, why did you send me that message? Because that's not what I was pro- like. I'm, I'm done. I'm 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 super frustrated with all that stuff. Um, And so I, I was looking at like. What else could I be talking to you guys about? And I have a couple of ideas, and I've talked about some of it before. So that goes back to the the mystery feed that you guys might might have missed. If you go to my Substack page, and I'm gonna 
I'm going to do this in real time because I want to make sure that I'm sharing these things with you as well. Let me go to the home. This is not right. Can I just go to my sub stack? Is that a thing? Can we just do that? Uh, give me a second. Uh, I'm, I'm in the dashboard and I don't want to be there. There we go. So if you just go to my sub stack, at the top you'll see it says podcast, videos, and short films. The Last Day Audio, Music and Audio Works, Archive, and About. So I want to describe this a little bit. I've opened up these other menus. Videos and short films. I've talked to you guys about how I don't trust YouTube anymore. When you put a YouTube video, when you put a video out there, some of it you, you have to just put on YouTube and hope that it spreads. I, I got to get into more of a habit of like, if I'm going to put it on YouTube, then I'll put it on Rumble and... You know, maybe something will happen there, but that'll be more like lens reviews, camera talks, stuff like that. Things that aren't going to get me demonetized and nabbed for saying the wrong thing. So I'll, I'll make those attempts. And um, I did do a video. It was a short documentary about a man who uh, builds bunk beds for children who don't have bunk beds here in Stone County. And uh, he's been sharing that video. I gave him a direct download those because I, I don't want him relying on just a YouTube video, but it's, it's up. Um, that's on my sub stack for you to watch along with a couple other videos. And the, and the idea is, and this is a habit that I need to really train myself. The idea is I'm going to work on a video. I'm going to spend that time working on it. I need to up, upload that to sub stack here in the video section for my subscribers to enjoy because I don't want you guys to have to look all over the place for the things that I'm working on. So when I make documentaries, when I make lens reviews or music videos or whatever the videos are, they're going to go there. It's not going to clutter up your feed, but if if you're looking for my video work, that's where it will be. And I'll let you guys know when I'm ever whenever I'm working on something, when I release something, and maybe we'll do something where I have it on my Substack for the first month for you guys to enjoy before I move it to other platforms. I don't know. Well, let me know what you think. And uh, we'll follow up with that a little bit later. Also, The Last Day Audio is an audio drama that I released a few years ago. I think it was 2014 when I released it. I started writing it much earlier than that. Um, it looks like it uploaded backwards. So it's it's a it's a serial show. It's like a radio drama, if you will. I kind of wrote it to be like anime for your ears. So... Go to the bottom first. Don't listen to episode five first because it's not going to make any sense. That's why that's why I numbered them. Listen to the last day promo. Promo? Maybe? I would just go to episode one. There is a trailer on here and I don't, I don't know. It says three minutes. Yeah, so promo should be the trailer. And then episode one. And, um... If you enjoy it, let me know because what I'm thinking about doing is I want to base a lot more of my future work on this show that I wrote. It's a science fiction dystopian thing. And um, I did I did a little bit with the plot. I had some fun, but I really feel like I could have done a better job world building. And so that's what I want to do. I'm going to do some world building. I'm going to write some extra stories that are that take place in the same world but don't necessarily revolve around the same characters. And then once I build my chops a little bit in that respect, 
then I'm going to go back and rewrite the story. It'll pretty much take the same trajectory, but I want to make it more, more robust. I might update or change a few things. And, um, I'm, I'm thinking about releasing it again as an audio drama, but I would definitely like to write it as a comic book, like as a literally as a comic book, because one of the things that I found that I was doing is by the time I got to episode five, I kind of painted myself in the corner and there are fight scenes and, and conflicts that need to happen in order for the story to progress that I don't know how to do it in audio format. And so in the show, See, I want you to listen to it, but there's spoilers, but I'm going to have to give you the spoilers. In the show, there's uh, one of the characters, they're going to, um, they're going through this like laboratory and they're seeing all these inventions and what it's supposed to be are parts of of a suit of armor that hasn't been built yet. And they're all these inventions are supposed to be parts and weapons and things that are supposed to help build a suit of armor for one of the characters. And then the character is supposed to become a superhero using those tools. Now, it's probably not the character that you're thinking, even though my two main antagonists, they're going to go along the story for a while. But one of the characters, he ends up being more of a superhero character, and... In order for me to do like a chase scene or a fight scene or infiltration, stalker type stuff, um, I can't move the plot forward without certain pivotal scenes that I want to use to build that character's story. Because I don't want my character, at least this specific character, I don't want him to stay the same. I mean, he's pretty static throughout the show. Um, You have, I'll, I'll just tell you, it's Steve. Uh, Silas, he has his childish ways and he has his goofy way of talking, but he's going through a change. You know, something's happening to him. He's gaining these new abilities. His mind is, his brain is changing at least. Maybe his mind isn't really changing all that much, but he's getting all these like abilities and powers and everything. And Steve has a a story arc where he starts to change and I, it's going to actually change his personality based on what's going on in the story. That's something that needs to be shown. It's not something that I could just do in an audio format. And it's going to be pretty cool. I think you guys are going to really like it. But um, I would I would also like to outline the rest of the story of how I want it to go for this first arc and then maybe do some of those things where you tell the middle of the story first or you tell the you show the last scene or one of the last scenes in the movie, you know, you talk, you, you, you pull a little piece out of the end of the movie and, and that's your opening scene or something like that. I, I would love to be able to do something like that, but I can't do it in audio format. It won't make sense. Um, and, and then also this, this version of the audio play, I've had two main opinion. I've had two feet sets of feedback from people. One, it's probably one of the better audio dramas that they've heard it's not as high quality as like a bbc show and that that comes from uh having to find a middle ground between high quality recordings and low quality recordings using volunteer staff sometimes people were just recording on their cell phones 
So I had to use what I had and make it seem co coherent and consistent. So uh, quality aside, there um, there is a lot of background and atmosphere and I work a lot of sounds into the show and people really enjoyed that. The other thing that I've, I've had for feedback is that some people have said there are too many characters. They don't know who's talking. They don't understand who's, what's going on sometimes. And it's weird because there are very few scenes where there's more than two people talking or present in the room. It's kind of built like a a Twin Stars scenario. There's There was an audio drama producer that I listened to early on. And he wrote a show called Twin Stars. And it was about... Um, a space pirate and somebody who was like in the Galactic Federation. And so it was telling two stories at the same time. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And so I kind of did that. I have my protagonists and they have their story going on. But then the antagonist, the main antagonist at least, he's got a, he's got a story arc going on. But his story is tied to another character and so is the protagonist. So you have two sets of main characters and their stories are tied to each other. And I can't I can't tell too much of the protagonist's story without getting into the antagonist story. And then they're not even really in direct conflict. It's just the fact that the things that, that are set in motion affect both sets of characters differently. And so you ha I'm bouncing back and forth between the bad guy's story and the good guy's story. Or however you want to look at them. But the conflicts aren't necessarily between those two characters. Um, matter of fact, there's a there's one of the later episodes, I think it's episode three, you'll find that the protagonist has his own, or not the protagonist, the antagonist, the main antagonist, has his own antagonist that he has to deal with. And the protagonists, they have their own conflict with other people. So it's not a it's not your traditional like Superman versus Lex Luthor. You know, you have two people on opposite ends of the spectrum, but they have their own stories. And I've done that intentionally, and I don't intend to change that until very very later on in the show. What I intend to do is to show how one event affects both sto both stories, and then this set of characters branches out and becomes another set of characters. And it's not necessarily like sets of two, but like it's it's a singular event that has ripple effects and then eventually all of these characters start to converge into the same storyline and you see how all the things that were going on you know converge and affects them. I I'm very excited about this project. But I think this needs to be seen and shown rather than just heard. And so I said early on in the podcast, maybe maybe either at the end of the zero hour or at the beginning of this 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 show, what I want to do is start working on a comic book. And that is a lot of that's gonna be a multi-layered thing. So what first I need to do some world building. Then I need to maybe write some short stories. Cause I I'm I'm pretty certain that I'm not super great at writing short stories. So I'm going to do my best there. But the idea is that I want you guys to understand the world that these characters live in. 
why things are the way they are. Because when I start telling the story, the main story that is going to be the comic book, I don't want to have to explain why things are the way... You know what I'm saying? Like, why are the police like this? Why why do people have these devices on them? Why is the weather the way? You know, why are they in the wall? Like, they're in a big walled city. What's that about? Like, I don't want to have to explain all that once it comes time to tell that story. So, there's going to be some world building. And I'm going to do it in the form of short stories. Now, depending on how we do with those short stories, how well I do... um. I may be able to incorporate some of that into the comic book as well, but I don't I don't know if that's going to be necessary. What I intend to do is write the outlines, write the outlines into short stories, and then because finding working on the comic book is it's going to be a lot of work and it's probably going to be expensive. I think what I need to do is to find an illustrator or a, a series of illustrators to work with and so I'll have a page or two and then I'll have an illustration that goes along with that and then I'll have another page and I'll have so instead of starting with a comic book I'll do either every page or every other page will have illustrations showing that stuff because um, as a comic book creator I have to have a story. I have to have an outline. But then we have to have something called um, character designs. And so character designs, it's going to take your character and it's going to draw an intricate version of that character. And then you have to scale that down to something a lot simpler. And the simple version of your character is the building block for what any artist who works on that character is going to have. So if you have a special symbol on your shirt or on your belt, that needs to be added into your character design. He has a haircut, that needs to be added in your character design. If your costume looks a certain way or you wear glasses or anything about your character that's iconic, that that's worked into the character design. Because otherwise what you're going to have is every artist wants to take do their take on the artist, on the character, and so in one issue he's going to have a cape, and then in the other issue he's going to have metallic armor, and then in the other issue he's going to have like leather boots and a trench coat, and then in the other one he's going to have blue jeans and a jacket, and it's just not going to be consistent at all. So you need to have character designs made for these characters, <coughs> and, I, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be one of the most expensive things to get started with. So what will end up happening is month by month, we'll start adding these things to the Substack, and um, we'll have it. We'll have the the last day audio will have its own section. That's what it's called, the last day audio. But when it becomes the last day stories or comic book or whatever we're gonna call it, that'll be a separate section right here on the Substack, and then that that will be subscribers only, paid subscribers only. And it's going to be because I want to crowdsource what we're working on. So I'll, I'll show you guys some things in the beginning here. And then I want to turn this into a monthly subscriber crowdsource for building this comic book. After I've done at least one or two short stories and, some, and had some character designs. Because um, 
maybe maybe in order to raise funds for it, we'll take the short stories, we'll take the character designs and all the illustrations, and we'll try to publish something right away. These are just ideas that I'm throwing out there. But this is something that I said that I wanted to do, and I know for a fact that it's never going to get done if I don't tell you guys what I'm working on. And that's what this podcast is supposed to be. It's not supposed to be me chasing around Hunter Biden and whether or not he's going to prison. I don't care. That doesn't affect my life. What does affect my life is whether or not people are interested in and willing to support the projects that I work on, which is music, video. I've always wanted to do a comic book. I always want to tell these stories. And I just, I don't make time for it. I don't really have the infrastructure for it. And and I've never really had a good platform for it because I'm one of the few people who you're going to meet that wants to do a comic book who can't really draw. Like, I can I can draw, or at least I used to be able to draw. But as my life has developed the way it is, a lot of my skills have atrophied, and I'm not even sure that I can even draw anymore. I, I bought a bunch of drawing material. I bought a notepad. I bought some pencils. I bought some comic book paper. I sat down, and to my horror and surprise... I cannot draw any of my characters. So that's not something that we're going to waste a whole lot of time on. Maybe in this process, I'll start doodling and, you know, I'll be able to really sketch out something that I could send over to an actually talented artist who can help me build and work on things like that. But it's not, I'm I'm not one of those people who's going to draw my own comic and be like, hey guys, I've got a new page worked out today. That's not going to happen. I am going to use my mind and I'm going to use what finances I can muster for this project in order to pay an actual artist to do it. So the next challenge for that is artists. Artists, as we know, are flaky as all get out. And a lot of artists are not disciplined or consistent enough to actually put money toward a project for them. Because what happens is they get five days into it and then um, their mom gets mad at them about something and they don't want to finish. So we're not going to have that. What's important to me is we get character designs for all of the main characters and then I am probably going to work with multiple artists who have a very similar style i know that like major comic book care companies they have a, a single artist for six issues or something like that and so they'll have a guy to do the penciling they'll have somebody do the inking they'll have somebody do the coloring sometimes the same person does multiple things um i've seen some issues in situations where it's like you have multiple different people working on the a, a, a same story over a lot of issues and then you have the same inker or you have the same colorist or something but there was um I was I was collecting these Wolverine comics during the Civil War and um what's what's the guy's name Ru Red is the Mexican guy he, he's he's known for doing Wolverine comics, and I can't... His name escapes me right now. He has a really cool style. You know, he worked on the Crimson comic books. Really defined artwork. Really great style. 
And um, after less like a few issues, they just pulled him and they had replaced it with a totally different artist. And I didn't enjoy the story. Like the it not only did I not enjoy the story very much, but it's like okay, now this story's done. Now we're starting a totally new story. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was a totally new story with a totally new artist. And I was like, this is the same book. And that was when I realized that they that they would rotate artists. So that was like, wow, you know, a learning moment for me. You can get multiple artists working on the same book. Now, obviously, I don't think I'm going to have the same artist work on six issues because I'm only ever going to put out a certain number of issues for stories or whatever. I'm going to explain to you guys a process because I don't think anybody else will. And if there's a flaw here or, you know, if you want to adopt this process for yourself, feel free. If you want to comment on it and give me some feedback, please do so. So what I'm going to do with the process is I, I learned this from the great Ale, uh, George Alexopoulos on Twitter. And he talked about, along with some other people, I've done a lot of research on this, having a minimal style where you can redraw those characters over and over again and it's not going to get weighed down. So... You want good artwork, but you you got to dial it back some. You can't. And, and then you're going to have certain situations where it's an opening shot or a guy jumps off a building or a bomb goes off or one character punches another. And that's where you want the really intricate style and, and you know, a full page spread, really intricate. It's a dynamic, impactful moment. Maybe pivotal to the story, or it's just something really cool. That's when you need that super detailed artwork. And the problem is that these guys in these Facebook groups and stuff that I see online, they seem to think every freaking page needs to be the super detailed artwork. And then they have like wood grain and rocks and every fiber they want to draw. And so you like you see this like overly inked, overly detailed artwork where you can't really tell what's what sometimes and it's like yeah you did a good job the anatomy is correct and it really looks cool but there's way too much going on and i mean definitely think about like black and white dude black and white there's sometimes there's a such thing as too much detail too much texture too much going on in the page and then when you look at like maybe uh, light novels or mangas or graphic novels for really popular brands and, and IPs that are already been made in the TV shows and animes and stuff. It's just simple artwork. Look at Sailor Moon. Very simple artwork. It doesn't look anything like the TV show, I can tell you that much. But my, my kid's got the My Hero Academia books he's reading. It's very simple artwork. Everything doesn't need to be overly detailed. And I am not Marvel Comics. I'm not doing all these like super colorful everything I just, I'm not, that's, it. I'm looking at black and white art, and why is there an army of teenage girls walking down the street right now? I don't understand this neighborhood at all, it's just like a bunch of 13 year old girls walking with their cell phones, it's like 11 o'clock at night, and then, is there a car behind them now? That really caught me off guard. So yeah, um, that's, uh, that's what, that's what, I'm done.
I'm done talking about the comics. That's what I'm going to be working on. And uh, it also, it's all going to start with the outline and the story. Looking for some artists. Looking for some people that I can afford. Um, and then looking for multiple people to work on the same project. I'm, I'm like actually concerned about the army of teenage girls. I'm going to pause this for a minute and make sure this, that this car isn't going to mess with them. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I guess I'm being nosy, but yeah. <sighs> you hear about human trafficking and stuff, and then you see a bunch of freaking 13-year-olds walking down the street in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just, I don't know, maybe, maybe where I live, it does feel like it's like a few years in the past, but, um, I don't know, man. Teenagers ain't supposed to be out walking like that. But at least there's like a gang of them, so maybe, maybe they all got the guns or something, I don't know. Okay, so another challenge for what's going on here. Uh, I talked about that whole process, and I feel like maybe that's enough for today. Yeah, there's some other challenges to what I want to do. Um, I was talking to Josh about script writing software and some of the challenges with that, and... Um, yeah, I talked to you guys about world building, and I wanted to get into some specifics, but I think I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Uh, I want to get your feedback on just this general idea of building a comic, crowdsourcing it, the whole process. Um, is there and 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 definitely listen to the audio drama that I've provided on Substack because I'm very proud of it. There, if I remember correctly, there were about 32 people who lended their voices for the cast. So I managed a quite a large cast, and in episode five, there's an extended version of the intro where I put everybody's voice in. And so what I did was in the opening credits, where I had a format where there was an opening scene, and then that opening scene would lit, would go into the opening credits. And in the opening credits, um, you know, how like on a TV show, they show like the, a scene from that person or, or a close up of that person with their name. Well, I, I, I can't show you anything because it's audio. So what I would do is I would take an audio snippet from the show and then I would have them say their name, their real name, and then the character they were playing. So one, like, um, one of the characters, her name was Alice. The character's name was Allison and the actress's name was Jordan Scherer. And so she would say, Jordan Scherer as Alice. And then it would be a snippet of her playing that. And that would be in the intro. And it's just, I, I'm really proud of the ideas that I put together for that show. And I want to do it justice for the rewrite and for the comic book. And uh, I want to build this into something better. And I want to finish the story because I have, I have so many things that were supposed to happen in that story that we never got to explore that are relevant t today. That if I had done them, you know, 10 years ago. 15 years ago, what was it? I started doing it in 2014. This is 2024. <clears throat> so yeah, the, the the 10 years ago when I originally started releasing this stuff, if we had to drop some of these ideas, you guys would have been like, this is crazy. You're looking into the future. And it reflects our world today in a lot of different ways, which is just like blows my mind, dude. So, all right, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, just to, just a reminder, this is a value for value podcast, which means um, 
for everything that I'm doing here, you can give value back to the show through time, talent, and treasure. Time. Uh, spend some time sharing this show with someone, posting about it. Um, spend some time leaving a little bit of feedback. Uh, actually go to the Substack page, zero for hire at substack.com. And get plugged in there. There should be some links in the show notes that you can follow in order to get connected with me on a more of a communal basis. And I would love to talk to you guys throughout the week about the ideas. Um, I threw out that idea yesterday about Mondays, meaning I would talk about some anime or some comic book culture type stuff on Mondays. Um, definitely want to hear more feedback. I've already heard from, from one person at least. And... Um, if that's something that you guys would be interested in engaging in. Uh, time, talent, and treasure. So talent is uh, the contribution. If you want to contribute to the show in any kind of way, don't think that whatever you have in mind is dumb unless you, like, it's, just just, just shoot a message and let me know. Hey, hey I want to help you out with this thing. This is what I do. You know, can we work together? Chances are Yes. If it's a community building thing that's going to help the show, then let's work together. If you make t-shirts and you want to make some t-shirts for the show or you want to draw some stickers and send it to me, anything like that. Like that's that's talent and treasure obviously is your donations and monetary subscriptions that are going to help move this show forward as we do cool things like make a comic book and, and, and see where we go from there. So that's all the time I got for today. Um... Links are available on how you can donate to the show. We will have the subscription service very soon. Like I said, we're at 22 subscribers. Let's get that number up to about 50 subscribers. So we're almost halfway there. Um, and that's going to happen by you sharing it with people, by me sharing it with people. And as we start putting some stuff out there, letting people know what's going on. That's it for today's show. I can't wait to share more with you guys tomorrow, and I will do so then. Okay? Bye.